What's up, party people? Hello, hello. Happy Saturday. If you are listening to this in real time, and happy whatever day it is for you, if you're not. (laughs) Whatever works for you, it's all good. (sighs) Anyway, hi, friends. It's been a few days. I have been completely swamped this December. Oh, so much stuff going on. I am moving my courses to a different platform. And so if you are enrolled in anything, do not worry. You will still have access, but there might be a little short time period where uh, temporarily you don't have access because I am migrating everything. So if this is you and you notice that, don't freak out. Don't worry. You haven't lost access. It's just a temporary switcheroo. It makes sense as a business grows, we need new tools that do the job a little bit better for the level that we're at. So that's just what I've been working on. It's been crazy and kind of exhausting. But it's also been really amazing to go through everything that I've created over the last four years, which I guess is when I really started doing these online courses and workshops and all of that on Zoom and everywhere. And it's been like, damn, I've done a lot of stuff. (laughs) The time flies, so it's kind of easy to forget, right, how much it is that we've done. And I'll talk more about this in another episode, just this, and I guess I've been talking about it a lot lately, but that's importance of looking back, reflecting. Thank you, Awas. And just seeing what the fuck all we've been up to the past bunch of years, because it's so easy to just have it become a blur. It's so easy to not integrate the amazingness and the volume and just everything that we've achieved, everything we've created, everything we've done, all the ways that we've shown up for ourselves, for others, maybe at our job, maybe at school, maybe if we're a parent for our kids, maybe for our partner, you know? I just think it's important to take that time to honor that and this has been a very kind of forced look back at everything I've created. And it's been so wild to like look at the videos from 2019 and be like, oh my God, (laughs) what was I doing with my makeup or my hair or whatever? But I also kind of love it because it shows how far I've come and that's been fucking cool to see. And so y'all should look into that for yourselves because it's just fucking cool to be like, damn, I've grown a lot. And that's what it's about. That's the work, right? It's constant growth and change. And I fucking love it. But anyway, um, I guess briefly I'll mention my magic ritual journal thing is on Amazon for you guys to purchase if you want a place to put all of your rituals and all of that. I'll probably just do another episode about that. It's not really what I want to talk about that today, but I just want to let you guys know that's a thing that currently exists. So if you just look up on Amazon, Sabrina Scott witchcraft journal it should come up it has kind of a dark cover uh, and there is an instagram reel that i've made as well as just a few photos on instagram as well that will show you what the inside looks like if you want to look at it before you decide if you want to buy it or not it's a bit smaller than my tarot journals if you have my book curse and cure it's the same size so anyway enough about that So today, uh, this is a bit of a random topic that might not be interesting to everybody, but I just wanted to talk about it anyway because it's on my mind. So I want to talk a little bit about predatory marketing today. Um, And this was inspired by seeing someone who, I'm not going to give too many details because I don't want like 
it to be obvious who I'm talking about because it doesn't honestly fucking matter because there's so many people who do this and so this is not a spotlight on any one person it doesn't really matter who I'm talking about this is just a really common trope that I've seen in certain spaces and so I just wanted to talk about it and maybe you agree with me maybe you don't I don't give a shit either way, but the point is, if I can make you think, then I've done my job. That is kind of what I'm here to do. So I wanted to talk about why I will never market to you as your mom, why I will never claim to be your mom, why I will never use that kind of parental language, and why personally I find that language in marketing and sales to be very offensive and predatory. So I know not everyone's going to give a fuck about this, but if you live on the internet, if you're thinking of buying services from people on the internet, it may be you're a business owner as well on the internet. Uh, If you were listening to this, you probably exist on the internet in some way. Who knows? So I just want to talk about this um, because it honestly really bothers me extremely. And so I just want to talk about that. So I'm sure a lot of people might have noticed other people do this, or maybe you didn't notice it. And then now that I'm talking about it, you're going to notice it. But there is some people who use this kind of parental language. And interesting, I've only seen women do this. I've only seen women be like, I'm your mom. I'm your, you know, insert ethnic group mom. I'm your this mom. I'm your that mom, you know, and I've actually never seen men do this. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm your, I'm your dad. Like, maybe in the gay community, sometimes people will be like, oh, I'm your daddy. But, like, I've never seen in the marketing community or the online business community any man marketing himself as, oh, I'm your marketing dad or whatever. Like, I've literally never seen it. So, so there's a bunch of things that bother me about this type of rhetoric. So, first of all, it's infantilizing. Right, I think that kind of goes without saying. And I think we can see this infantilization of women in business, specifically with the rise of the whole girl boss type of thing. You know, it's all very infantilizing of women to be a girl boss, not a woman boss, or maybe just like, I don't know, a fucking boss, like very weird. So there's that aspect of it. It's infantilizing. And you can, it's so interesting that it's women who either want to be infantilized or who sell in this infantilizing way. Again, I've never seen men do this ever in my life. And so when that's the case, my alarm bells kind of tend to ring and it makes me want to look at things a little bit more in depth, right? And so what is it about this that bothers me? So, okay, first of all, the infantilizing thing, which I've just kind of gone over briefly, Second of all, it creates a very unhealthy dynamic in a parasocial relationship type of way. Obviously, on the internet, it's kind of impossible to avoid parasocial relationships. Everyone has them. I'm sure some people have that with me, people who I literally don't know exist. And so that's just kind of a part of existing on the internet. I've kind of accepted that. (laughs) Like, that's fine. But the thing is, right, is there's some career paths where like a kind of transference relationship or like some kind of projection happens, right? And I probably am not using the exact 
correct psychological terms here. I'm tired, my friends. <laughs> my brain is like somewhat out to lunch, but I want to talk about this anyway, and I think I can do a good enough job for you guys to kind of get what I mean, right? And so the common careers where this projection and kind of transference happens is teachers, leaders, and therapists. Teachers, leaders, and therapists. So I'm not a therapist, but what I do is kind of similar. It's like kind of coaching type of thing. Obviously, it's not the exact same, but it's the type of thing where people come to me for advice and guidance and blah, blah, blah. So there is this power kind of dynamic going on. Same can be said for teaching. I used to be a university professor. Um, I have my courses. I run my spaces, etc. You guys kind of know how I roll. And then being in a leadership position. And so often, and I've seen this in every context of my work over the last decade or more that I've been doing this shit, is that people will honestly often without meaning to, will project whatever their issues are with authority, with power, with leadership, with their parents onto you, right? And to be honest, I'm sure I did this too when I was younger, right? I spent a lot of time literally afraid of my father. And so it makes sense that, you know, when I was young, younger, I guess, it was really easy for me to be afraid of male authority figures. That had nothing to do with those people. It had everything to do with me unconsciously projecting and like transferring that weird relationship with my father onto these let's say like male teachers let's just imagine right when I was in my teens I was freaked out by them I didn't you know like I didn't want to confront I didn't want to I didn't want to be vulnerable I didn't want to do any of that because for me it was like scary (laughs) right And so that is a completely normal psychological thing to have done. I'm not demonizing my past self and I'm not demonizing people who do this without realizing it. And I have been in a situation before where past students have projected their like parental issues onto me, both at uh, the university level as well as when I first started doing courses. And it was fine. We resolved it. No big deal. And it was a big learning experience for me. I learned a lot from that. But it's something that I feel like it's important to name. It's something that's important to talk about so we can observe it in ourselves and others. And in therapy, for instance, when we have a therapeutic relationship with a psychotherapist, um, that transference actually can be a crucial element of healing that wound, right? I don't think it's any accident that my therapist, who I've seen for like a decade, is the exact same age demographic as my actual father, and who has a completely different demeanor, like he's super chill and mellow, as opposed to like cold and British, (laughs) like my actual dad. And so I actually kind of joke that my therapist is my gay dad, you know, and it's because actually of that totally subconscious transference type of thing that my mind did without me even realizing it until years later 
that I was kind of realizing, oh shit, I'm healing my fear of like older male authority figures. I'm healing a variety of things I won't get into because it's not exactly relevant. But my point here is that there's ways that this kind of transference, this confusion of roles can help us heal. And I think a therapeutic relationship with a psychotherapist one-on-one is the place for that to happen. I think that is like the only place I think like where that can happen in a healthy, normal way is a psychologist is going to be aware of everything that's going on. We'll be able to kind of guide you through that, right? Make sure you don't explode or anything. Where I think that type of relationship does not belong is in the realms of marketing and sales. And I don't think it belongs in the coaching industry. That's my opinion. Um, And so I don't want anyone to see me as their mom. Um, I'm sure for some people, like, I don't know, I've been able to model a healthy authority figure that cares about them. I'm sure that's true. And if that's been healing for anyone, I think that's wonderful. Um, And I'm very grateful for that. At the same time, I would never market myself as, oh, I'm your mom. You know? Like, I would never say, oh, I'm your witchy mom. You know what I mean? I would never claim that for myself. If other people want to call me that, and I actually think people have called me their tarot mom before, back when I first started teaching... Like, I'm not going to poo-poo anyone for doing that or saying that because that shows them on their journey. And I need to respect those folks' journey with me. I think that's wonderful and it's, you know, it is what it is. And if that's healing for folks, cool. Um, At the same time, I would never position myself that way in the market because I do believe it is predatory. Because then what you're doing as a salesperson is you're asking other people to, like, it's, it's interesting, right? Because it's not quite explicit. It's all very implicit. It's all very sneaky. But there is this kind of maneuver psychologically that happens where people want to please their mom. People want their mom to accept them. People want their mom to love them. People want you know, all of that from a mother figure. Personally, I never received all that from my mother. So I can totally relate to anyone who is craving that from a female authority figure, whether it's a coach or whatever, totally have compassion for that. Totally get it. At the same time, if you are marketing yourself like that, it is very sketchy in my opinion because then what you're kind of doing is you're creating this like confusion zone where a lot of people are not going to be able to emotionally make that disconnect. And if you keep calling yourself, I'm the blah, 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 mom, insert whatever the hell it is you do here. Like it's going to create weird psychological tendrils in the people you're marketing to you know and I just that kind of just rubs me the wrong way obviously everyone can do what the fuck they want like I would never confront anyone who markets this way 
whatever, like they can do what they want to do. And I hope to God that their students are all good at the end of it. And there's no like weird psychological damage at the end of that. But I do think it just is part of our responsibility to be very aware of how we're referencing ourselves when we are in a position to either be buying or selling, you know, and I do think it's can be dangerous emotionally and psychologically to buy into this kind of like familial marketing, right? So if you think about it, um, the familial terminology has been appropriated by various businesses and sales and all of that in order to manipulate clients, in order to get employees to be okay with less than they otherwise might be fighting for. And so I just think this is really important. And maybe if you're listening, maybe you've bought something from one of these people and like, I'm not trying to shame you. (laughs) It's like, it's fine. But what I want to do, as I always want to do, is just encourage everyone to just be aware of this. Just think about it. I just observe it the next time you're on the internet. Just see how how family-based language is used in marketing and how like how does that make you feel like you know like and if that is attractive to you I think it would probably be and it's interesting I'm hearing like the sirens right now for you know additional effect (laughs) if you guys are going to be able to hear that in the recording I'm not going to take it out because I I love the sounds of the city happening at the most opportune times whenever I record this. But, and it's interesting, right? The sirens, the the red flags, the uh, warning bells, right? The warning sirens to pay attention. And, you know, I do think that it makes people a little bit vulnerable to psychological manipulation when they buy into this type of terminology. And I'm sure some folks using this terminology have very good intentions. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. Like, I guess I'll give people the benefit of the doubt. But what I do know is, uh, like, to me, it's just not not a vibe. (laughs) And so I hope I've made it clear on why. And if you are buying stuff from people online, or if you are thinking to position yourself online, it's just something to think about, you know, um, you guys know me, like, even if you guys end up doing the exact same thing as you're going to do anyway, at least you thought about it first. That's all I really want <laughs> from all y'all is to be using your brains, um, more often than not. And, uh, yeah. So that's the podcast for today, my friends. So why I will never market to you in like weird family terms because it's fucking strange and uh, potentially predatory. So that's all I have to say. I hope you guys are doing wonderful. I'm really excited for this new moon on Tuesday. I'm really excited for Mercury Retrograde. For the rest of the year, I am teaching my last uh, Zoom coaching situation tomorrow, and then I'm going to try to fuck off uh, for the rest of the year in terms of live calls. I will be doing Tarot for the Year Ahead stuff for folks in January. If you do want to book any of that, please send me an email. I just sent out uh, the link to book that to my email list, so if you're on that already, you probably already got it. If you didn't, just pop me a hello some which where, and I will get you that link there's not a ton of spots available but uh there are some okay that's it my friends i hope you guys are doing great i hope you found this thought provoking and i hope you're having a wonderful day night morning etc bye friends